0: What up, what up? This is your main man, Leo, here to tell you, you got this. If you're going through some hard times, it's because you're probably doing something right. Keep pushing. Do not stop. Those obstacles are meant for you to proceed, for you to get better. It's about improving. Go through those obstacles and keep pushing. Go through them and don't stop. Don't give up because you... Got this, and you know you do. I'm here to give you guys my UFC predictions for UFC 279. Comes a versus Nate Diaz. Let's go! Alright, let's start with the first fight of the night. Johnny Walker versus Anne Kutalaba. Gutala- if I pronounce these guys' names wrong, man, excuse me. I'm trying to go through them, you know, and pronounce them the best I am. So on this fight, I think Johnny Walker's gonna get knocked out. Ayan Kutalaba is has a more stronger punch and Johnny Walker's been touched already. That guy's been dropped already. I believe both of them are coming off of losses. So they are both been in a win one, lose one kind of stuff. But I'm giving the edge to Ion. I think he has the stronger punch and the better stand-up. Johnny Walker was in the 9-winning streak at one point. He was solid. This guy was badass. He had a lot of the hype behind him. But He's been falling down lately. So, the other guy, Ion, I think he has the stronger punch. And just because i seen Johnny Walker been dropped before, I just think once somebody's been dropped and knocked out, you're never the same. Your chin, you need to recover. You need to take a couple of years off to recover that chin and that concussion. So, I'm just giving the edge to Ion. TKO, no, KO second round. Then you got the ladies, Irana Aldena versus Macy Chaucon. These girls, I'm giving the experience and the edge, to Irana Aldera, and it's going to go to split decision. I think this fight's going to go to decision because both girls are fight, are bomb. They're pretty good fighters. They know their stuff. So I'm giving the edge, to split decision to Irana. Then you got Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez. All right, Kevin Holland, ever since he's been in the waterweight division, he's been coming up, man. This guy's been legit. But, guess what? I just paid attention to this. I wasn't aware of this. This is a catchweight fight. I wonder why. I wonder if one of them is dealing with weight issues or... Uh, I have no clue, but it's a catchweight fight. But Daniel Rodriguez, man, he's fought Mike Perry, he's fought Kevin Knee, you got Kevin Holland that's fight Marvin Vittori in the middleweight division. I mean, these guys are, are solid, but, oh man, catchweight. That's the thing, I wonder why, if one of them was probably injured before, or a short notice fight, I, to be honest with you, I don't even know how this fight came across. But I'm giving the edge. Two oh man this is undecisive. I'm going with Daniel Rodriguez. He's coming up. He came from the um, contender series. Common Kevin Holland is a veteran. I think he always will be there. He is a beast at the ultraweight division. But I'm just giving the slight edge to Daniel Daniel Rodriguez. Um I say it's gonna go decision. This one's gonna go to decision two, and it's gonna be a split decision because that's how close this fight's gonna be. Then you got Tony Ferguson versus Lee Jean Long. Man, if I say his name wrong, excuse me, but we'll just call him Lee versus Tony Ferguson. And Kamsa Chamaya went through Lee pretty easy. You guys remember he, was, he picked them up, he dropped them, he was talking while he was going through him and everything. The thing is, Tony Ferguson just got knocked out by Michael Chandler. So that's the only thing that I'm questionable about Tony Ferguson getting knocked out by Michael Chandler. Like I said, once you get knocked out, you do not come back the same. And actually this would have been a perfect fight for Tony Ferguson to do his comeback and start going back, winning again and everything. But because he's been knocked out, that chin is questionable to me. That's it, once you get knocked out, you're not the same. And he took just a short period of months off. Now, I suggest when somebody gets knocked out, you need to take a year at the minimum to recover. And, man, he's coming off a few months. I know he probably wants to get back at it after that KO. But, man, Tony Ferguson is a beast. You can never count this guy out. You can never say Tony Ferguson does not have a chance because this guy always Always could come through his submission. His ground game is pretty badass. Lee is a strong puncher. I would want Tony Ferguson to win. I'm going for Tony Ferguson to win. But my final prediction is... Lee by knockout. Second round. And I think he's going to get him with a kick. Or it's going to be a TKO. Just... He's going to drop him and start hitting him on the ground. But Tony Ferguson is not going to be completely out. He's still going to be taking it, But he's going to be on to the point where they should have stopped it. And they are going to stop the fight. So I'm saying Lee by KO or TKO second round. Then you got Kamsa Chimaya versus Nate Diaz. You can never count Nate Diaz off. This is a beautiful spot. Sport, and this is the beautiful part of this MMA sport that's what makes this fight so interesting because you could never count Nate Diaz out he even he could be all bleeding on wobbling legs and everything you could drop him on the floor regardless of the situation this guy could come back he's a beast he's a warrior he has that Stockton spirit where he could come over and just keep fighting regardless of how bad hurt he is. I have a question for you guys. Do you remember a fight where Diaz was losing the fight and then he comes in the second, third or whatever round and wins it by submission or knockout or TKO? Like majority of his fights? This guy he does it regardless if he's losing the whole fight. He'll come through bloody as heck. His face could be all full of blood he could be hurt and he'll come back and win the fight. That's how badass of a fighter Nate Diaz is. But it is his fight. Everybody knows it's his last fight of his contract. Comes to Chemiah. he's a strong guy. That guy's fought at middleweight. And he is a big guy for welterweight. He is a big guy. Comes to Chemiah versus Gilbert Burns was a good fight. Comes to Chemiah did give Gilbert Burns a hell of a fight. And you could tell his, he had that keep fighting and keep going forward attitude. Just like the Diaz fight. That's why this fight is very interesting. But before, to be honest with you, I do believe comes a Chamada dead loose by a split decision against Gilbert Burns. That's my pers- personal opinion. I think Gilbert Burns won that fight by split decision, by a little hair. But they gave it to Kansas some mile by decision, that's fine, no argument, because like I said, it, it was a close fight, it was a very close fight, very close fight, and now he's going against one of the toughest guys out there, Nate Diaz, man, this fight, all right, so this would be the perfect fight that I could picture, Diaz gets slammed in the first round, he gets busted up. Second round comes. He starts getting all bleeded up. They open up, cut. They're standing toe to toe. Comes to Chamaya, is walking all over Diaz. Third round comes to Chamaya, starts wearing down, not putting the pressure. Diaz starts coming back with his punches, Start putting them against the cage, working the cage. Those body punches Takes him down maybe a minute or two minutes left in the round. Diaz is working the ground, but he doesn't get nothing. He just controls the ground. Fourth round comes. comes to Chimayas never fought fourth round. So he's tired. He's exhausted. He starts the, that exhaustion. His body's starting to go into shock. He's not, Diaz sees it. He comes over. Diaz starts putting the pressure on them. Takes them down. Boom. Submits them. By some choke. I don't know. A guillotine. I say a guillotine. Diaz submits. Comes to Chumaya. Guillotine. Fourth round. That would be the perfect fight for Diaz. Wouldn't it? Or like a fight that Diaz always fights. But I don't believe it's going to happen that way. I was just a make-believe scenario that I was giving you guys. That it will be nice if Diaz could come through and do something like that. I don't believe it's going to happen. I think Kamsa Chamaya is so much of, of a big guy, way of a bigger guy. He's going to walk all over Diaz, I believe. He's going to bust him up in the first round, open a cut already. Because Diaz is known to get opened up real easy. And I think Kamsa Chamaya is going to Chimaya, gonna stop him. TKO second round and ground impound and they're just gonna the referee's gonna come up and just pull him off and they're gonna stop him because Diaz is all bleeding and he's just taking too much punishment in the ground second round TKO comes at so we'll see which one of those do you guys believe will probably come through my fantasy one or the one that's predicting the comes to but it'll be interesting to know and I'll be the one watching because this fight's hype deals. You can never count that guy out. And I could see it coming through off of being out bloody and everything. Coming through and submitting comes a Chemiah. But I think if he's going to do it, they cannot stop it by a cut. They cannot stop it because this guy's getting too much punishment. He needs to be aware of that stuff because he's known of getting those things done to him. Getting the punishment and getting cut opened. He needs to come through and protect himself and make sure it doesn't have and push it to the fourth round as much as he can. If he needs to stall by holding them against the cage and just working them and stuff like that, that would be a good ass plan. If Diaz could start doing that from the beginning of the first round and take as least punishment as possible and just clinch in the against the cage, that would be the perfect Fight for Diaz, but we'll see. Kamsachamai is a big guy, man. He's a big guy, and his punches hurt. And he dropped Gilbert Burns, but Gilbert Burns dropped them too. Don't forget that he dropped them once. Threw him against his knees, I guess. I believe it was. But yeah, those are my UFC predictions. Can't wait for the Diaz Kamsachamai fight, and then there's still more fights to come, man. The UFC fight coming up. UFC 280. Man, I'm excited for that one. You got Charlie Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. And then you got Alan Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw in the Coleman event. And then you got Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. Man, these fights. And then you got Darren Barouche And then I think that same night, you got Peter Young versus Sean O'Malley. Man, that fight card is pretty badass. I'm definitely giving my predictions for that one when it gets closer to the time. That's in October. But for right now, we got Conceit Jamal versus Nate Diaz. Let me know what you guys think. Real quick, before I let you guys go, thank you guys for all the feedback you guys gave me. Let me know about my past podcast, what I need to work on. Appreciate it for you guys that do listen to it. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for following me on Instagram. Don't forget, if you do want to follow me on Instagram, it's you, the letter U underscore, got this, just like the podcast, because you do got this. And then don't forget, if you guys want to donate anything to this podcast, it'll be to improve this podcast. I'm doing it straight out of my garage. You'll hear my dogs barking or whatever at times, ambulance passing. Whatever the case is, you'll probably hear some noises in the background. You guys, all you got to do in Spotify, click on the link on the top where it says donate and support this podcast. Any dollar would work. I appreciate your guys' help. Thank you, guys. You got this. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for UFC 280s. And I have more stories to come. I'll be having a special guest soon. He's going to give some stories so check it out you got this you got this